0: Hey guys, um, we're in the middle of, uh, as a result of uh, that trip to Israel, taking a look at Roman Catholicism and some of the ins and the outs. We've covered two major themes. We've got, um we've got about four more. And, uh, we may get to some of it tonight. Uh, the, the next one that's on the, the front burner has to do with Mary, uh, and mary Alatry. Um but, just to show you how flexible I am, and, uh, after Dale Lobley has so criticized me over the years for teaching Romans for way too long and uh, now I've not only set aside Romans but I'm going to set aside Roman Catholicism at least for a few minutes I don't know how long this is going to take um it, it and if it if we've got time at the end we'll we'll get to Mary but um uh we, I wanted to go over something with you and it's in one way um just a long announcement but um, I hope it's a profitable long announcement, and and you'll understand in a minute. Um, Gang, uh, these blue cards have spawned some some discussions, uh, actually lots of discussions, um, that led to a fairly lengthy discussion at the staff meeting yesterday. We have a, a monthly staff meeting, and and so uh at the at staff meeting some of those questions that are swirling around uh this blue card thing came up there and so um, at the end of that discussion at the staff meeting uh i tried to lay out what uh, answering some questions and once i had completed that um, the staff impressed upon me my um my extensive and and widespread failures, um that being uh, failing to make the whole idea clear, and 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 even saying that um, <laughs> which was quite eye opening for me, that they too had been in the dark uh, over some issues that I had addressed at the staff meeting yesterday, and they looked at me saying. Uh, Dr. Young, uh, that was that was really profitable for us to hear, and certainly if we didn't understand it, the congregation doesn't understand it. So you might want to do that for the congregation. Now, since we have this app now, um, uh, you may not know this, but we are we are taping this, we are videoing this uh, as this at this very moment. Because we're gonna put it on our new app right next to the um, on the keychain. Uh uh <laughs> we're gonna put this on that thing so that the questions uh can get addressed that we think are in the minds or we have left that, that I have left unanswered over twenty years of ministry. So guys, um, I've decided to use this venue. Um, as I said and to video it in hopes that it will it will answer um, questions and not just about the blue card, but but questions that for twenty years I apparently have not answered very well. So I'm gonna try to do that better tonight and hopefully you'll find this profitable. Gang, um, uh, much um, to your surprise, perhaps, this is really not about the value of church membership, which we around here think, uh, believe is is we believe very strongly is a great value. That is, uh, being a member of a church, and um, and we may need to address that at another on another Wednesday night. But but that's not what this is about. This is not about the value of church membership. It's really more about the how-tos. Uh, especially as it relates to children. And that's where we felt like most of the, the issues were having to do with our children and what, uh, what, what relationship do they have to, um, church and church membership. So, um, I think you as adults, uh, at least I hope, uh, know that church membership around here is a three-step process. It involves a new members class, step one. It involves an interview, which is step two. And then it involves, um, a coming forward at the end of the service so that for a couple of reasons. And we'll, I'll tell you about that later on. Uh, I think you as parents, you as adults, seem to understand that. At least I hope so. It's our children uh, where there seems to be a great deal of confusion. And so, in light of that confusion, I, I want to address all the issues that surround it. And and if we have time, um, we can answer some questions from you. I mean, if you or take some questions. And if we have more time, we can go to Mary and we can start on this whole thing about Mary. So here it goes, I'm, I'm trying to clear up uh, a, a great deal of uh, misperception that I think that we think exists among our congregation and it certainly existed among the staff yesterday which which spawned this. Guys, here is the foremost principle. Got to get, this down, get this one down and get this one down and everything gets simpler. Here's the foremost principle. To enter heaven, one must profess and possess a genuine faith in Christ and his finished work. Is that new to anyone here? <laughs> I, I, I hope it's not. That is, um, to enter heaven, what is necessary is a, a genuine faith. Profession of faith that is possessed uh, by the individual believer. Now, but ladies and gentlemen, that is all. That is that is true for adults or for parents, but it is also true for your children. They too must profess and possess the same kind of saving faith in Christ as do their parents. That is, salvation for an adult is the same thing as salvation for a child. It is accomplished in the same way through faith in Christ and Him alone. Okay. That's a fundamental principle. An adult is saved the same way as is a child. A, a, a teenager. Now guys, believing that, we then formulated this Tenet of of uh, church membership. If it is true, and it is, that a child enters heaven the same way his parents does, or parents do. Then what we're saying is that in a similar way, in light of that fact, in light of the fact that parents and children enter heaven uh, in the same way. We are then saying that entrance into our church ought to be the same as well. That is, the steps um, have got to be the same for parents as for children. Um, if entering heaven is done the same way for parents and their children, then entering Church membership ought to be done in the same way for parents as is done for children. Now, guys, you know, don't hear me say that you must be a member of a church to get to heaven. You know, I had somebody say that to me on Sunday morning, and I wanted to say, how long have you been coming here? I mean, how could anyone believe that there is any notion of such a thing in Gracey Van or in the pastor here that we are somehow equating church membership with heaven's membership. We are not in any way. What we're simply saying is that we are equating the ways that the the, the, the steps that are taken for both sets of people to enter both heaven and a church. Um, We believe that those things should be the same. Parents and children get to heaven the same way, then entering church should be done the same way for parents as well as their children. That is the fundamental premise upon which we are operating. Do you see that? Um, we are saying if parents get to heaven this way, and so do their children, then they ought to get in this church the same way as do their parents. Now, uh, guys, um, the thing that, the the question that has continued to come up is that so many, and I mean, So many of you are signing this this blue card, including your children. And, and that is, that's dangerous, we think. And so we want to make sure that you understand this, because um, very honestly, guys, it's more important than that, and, I, and I'll try to make that clear. One of the things that we're trying to combat is the notion on the, on the part of any child that I am a member because my parents are members. We see that as very dangerous because it is not a very short step to then say, well, then if my parents are saved, then I too am saved. And ladies and gentlemen, that is not a straw man. People, children have perished thinking, well, because I'm a Christian because my parents were a Christian, or I'm a Jew because my parents are a Jew. We think that that whole thing needs to be made very individualized. We want your children to have their own professions of faith. That is, that they are standing on their own profession. They are not standing on mommies or daddies. That they have their own professions. That they have their own interviews. We want them to be able to sit across from someone appropriate and be faced with the questions of on what? Do you base your belief that you are a Christian? Because my parents are? No, no. We want them to be faced with the process of having to think through what it is, what on what grounds do they believe that their souls are safe? like we hope their parents have done. Um, We want no child to ever come to the conclusion that I'm a Christian because my daddy is. Or I'm a member because my parents are. We want our children to have the same kind of Experience, we'll call it, as do their parents. That is, I, I have heard the gospel as as an 8-year-old, as an 8th grader, as an 18-year-old. I have heard the gospel. I have embraced the Savior of the gospel. And... I have joined the church based on my profession of faith, not my daddy's. And I have come into the membership of that church, this one, the same way that my parents did. They came into membership on the basis of their professions of faith. And we are coming, or I am coming into this church on the basis of my profession of faith. Guys, it's, it's, it's this important, at least to me. We want no child, no adult, no young adult to ever perish. Because they sought to ride in on their parents' coattails. We want them to possess their own faith. And so because mama and daddy have been led of God and and have heard the gospel, embraced that gospel, and decided this is where we're going to join as a as a as a as a a family, that does not mean that parents then, that the children then have also joined until they too have been exposed to the gospel of Jesus Christ and have come to understand it. So what we're saying to you is that our children, they do the same things that their parents did. And, um, and hopefully, they decide that this is where I want to be a church member. Now, I, I know as a parent you're thinking, no, wait a minute now. Uh, you're saying to me that our children um, uh, are going to decide that they don't want to be a member of this church. What I'm simply saying, guys, is as long as your children are under your roof, y- you are the leader of your homes. Yes, indeed. But in terms of church membership, Because we think that is a vital thing, we don't want them to misunderstand it. We want them to understand that membership in a church is based on a profession of faith that I have, not that my mommy and daddy have. Um, And so, so you've got children and um, you believe that they have a profession of faith. Great, And so you encourage them to join the church. Here's what they do. Here's what your your sixth grader does. They attend the new members class, just like mommy and daddy did. Now, if they're sixth grade and up, we think it would be wise for them to attend the entire two-and-a-half-hour class. If they are under the sixth grade... We have a class that's that's designed just for them, but they are going to hear the gospel from Old Doctor Young. Um, And and so if they're a fourth grader and you think they've got a profession of faith, you bring them to the new members class. And Daddy, it might be a great opportunity for you to sit next to them. And do you remember do you remember this card that's in the new members class? Do you remember this? And we say to you in the new members class, nobody has to turn this in. Nobody will ever see it. And I won't see it. But you as a parent might want to look. Because do you remember the two questions that are on this card? Have you come to the place in your thinking where you know for sure that if you were to die tonight, you would go to heaven? Wouldn't you like to see what your fifth grader said to that? The second question, if you were to die tonight and stood before God and God asked you, why should I let you into my heaven, how would you answer? Mom and dad, I don't have to see this, but wouldn't it be a joy for you to see it? And to see your child very clearly write out the right answer to these two questions? So, your child comes to the new members class, he's a fourth grader. Daddy comes with him and he sits through the first hour of the new members class. He's then done. But he's filled out this card. And then, and then daddy, or mommy, but hopefully daddy, can take a look and see, yes, my fourth grader does grasp the gospel. They do understand the gospel. They 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 did get it right on this card. And then you proceed to a, to a, an interview with someone who is appropriate. Uh, your your fourth grader is interviewed by. Let's say you've got a a fourteen year old daughter who's a ninth grader at Houston. Well, a good appropriate person for her to be interviewed by would be Morgan Martin. But do you know what Morgan Martin is going to ask your 14-year-old daughter? (laughs) Have you come to the place in your spiritual life that you know for sure that if you were to die tonight, you'd go to heaven? And then, imagine you did die tonight, and you stood before God, and God said to you, Why should I let you into my heaven? What would you say? And on that occasion, ladies and gentlemen, your child gets to give their profession of faith. Their own, not yours. Not anybody else's, but theirs. They are asked in that interview to give voice to their understanding of the gospel by being asked to what we call diagnostic questions. And that way, ladies and gentlemen, they're not riding on anybody's coattails but their own. And then, at the end of some service, your fourth grader walks forward, maybe with mom and dad. And maybe mom and dad lean over and say, listen, uh, we joined the church uh, four years ago. But our fourth grader, is making their own profession of faith. And then I could say that to the congregation. Now, gosh, um, for some of you, um, walking forward on Sunday morning is an issue. You know, I, I've got, there's a guy in our church who's been here. I bet you he's been here 15 years. And he says, I'm not joining that church because I'm not walking forward. And, and, um, I would like to say that I understand that, but <laughs> I, I really don't. But to, let me tell you what that's all about. And, and let me tell you um, why it... Let me describe its value for you. Here's its value. I bet you've heard this text. It's found in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, where Paul says, If you confess with your mouth... And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Do you understand what's being said there, guys? There is a public dimension to our profession of faith. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, there is something public about professing Christ... Well, walking forward, here at Gracie Van, walking forward is that public dimension. It it is saying with your whole body that the core message of Christianity, faith in Christ alone, is what I said in my interview, and I hold to it at this very moment, And I hold to it as one who now joins a local expression of the body of Christ. And then we introduce you as someone who has done that. Now, guys, our goal is that every member of our church, no matter what your age, that every member of our church has been asked these two questions. You know, we have slip-ups. We start the new members class at 4, and I tell everybody to answer these questions, and some people come walking in at 4.12. And I want you to know, it absolutely fries me. But it's, instead of, you know, embarrassing somebody, you know, we. We just keep moving, but we do this, guys, so that you can see. Does what I is what I wrote here? What Doctor Young just described in that presentation of the gospel. Now, can can we be fooled? Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you want to lie to somebody, lie to me, because I want to believe the best about you. we we can be fooled because all we have to go on is people's words. But, But since the heart is something that only God can read in the first place, at least we have sought to hear a clear, cogent, precise statement of one's faith in Jesus Christ. And if we don't hear that, What we simply advise is, let's slow this process down. Let's think through it more clearly until you have got a grasp of um, what is the, the, the essence and the nature of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, guys, what I'm saying is, don't put your kids' name on this card unless they have joined the church. Because you are robbing them. You are robbing of something very vital. Um, If they have gone through the new members class process and have joined the church, put their names on here. Because that process is completed. But at least I hope you understand the thinking behind the process a little bit better. It is our effort at making sure that everybody who joins this church has heard the gospel and has been given a chance to express their faith in Christ, whether they be 8 or 18 or 48. That's what's behind it, and I hope that's clear. Now, guys, I've got four minutes. Um, and I, I'm not going to start Mary with four minutes. But does it, I mean, do any of you have any questions? Uh, have, I, have I clarified things for you in terms of what we're up to? Anybody need to ask anything? If not, we'll quit three minutes early. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Oh, you mean do the same thing for the junior and senior high? Well, I don't know, we hadn't had that thought, but that's a, that's a pretty good thought. I, I will say this: It's on the app. <laughs> oh, you got one too! <laughs> just, just, just dial it in there, child, and, and whatever you do. And uh, but I, but I will speak to um, to them and see if they want to do something because they, they can have my notes for anybody else. Well, I, I hope that's been beneficial for you. Uh, your children are as no, they're not. I, that was an overstatement. But your children are important to us. They're not as important to us as they are to you. I was about to say that, and you know, that would have been phony. Um, but they are important, and and we want to work alongside you to see them make their own professions of faith. And this is the strategy that we have to to do that. Let's quit. Our Father, we thank you for this gospel that is um, that is life changing. It's changed so many of us. When we look back on those uh, years where we were outside of the household of faith, and we look at us now, we wonder what could possibly accomplish that other than the great work of the Holy Spirit in regeneration and sanctification. Lord, we want that for our children. We want that. Um, we 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 try to make that clear in all of our ministries. So that we can come alongside the family and assist them as they seek to um, explain the gospel to their children. Allow us gospel success as we, uh, as we try to be faithful to a message um, and the only message that gives us hope everlastingly. And we make our prayer, of course, in Jesus' name. Amen.